Thanks for listening to the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, we're talking a little bit about our hair. And as one new life enters my life, a life leaves my world. What the hell? We're talking about dead pets. And also, are you one of the 30 people out of a thousand that poops in the shower? You better not be, but we're talking about it. This and Paula has an epic, ugly and awkward moment of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Die! 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 Paula. We need a drink. Get dressed. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 442. That's good. Yeah, that, that was, was good. actually. Gosh, it's been freaking forever. <laughs> it's I know, been right? You got your Ugg back. Okay, so there was something I was thinking about that I wanted to tell you before we start. Oh, I was just going to whine. Actually, I was just going to complain. Go ahead. I have not one clean clothes. I am literally wearing clothes from the bottom of the drawer, the ones that you keep, but you should really get rid of because you hate them. That was me. God, when was it? Earlier this week? I literally was digging through my underwear drawer. Like hoping that I could find one cute pair. All I had was like freaking thongs from like my early 20s. The ones that will cut off into your hip. The ones that I used to wear like when I knew I was going to get laid. And I was just like, and I was like, I'm like, I can't believe I wore these. I'm like, these these are not for any other purpose than to have them removed within seconds yeah and so but i would wear them all day because well, you know yeah. i knew something was gonna happen but i'm just like i think i finally found like an old like ratty hold pair of like period underwear and i'm like all right this oh. is it i've got to do laundry <laughs> i know so it's been and it's so well here's what happened i did a great purge over the winter so i don't have a ton of clothes anymore i need to do that well, the problem with the Great Purge is that, I mean, humble brag, I had a lot of clothes that were too big. So mm-hmm. I just unloaded a ton of them. I donated them. Some of the the ones that you can get away with wearing that are big, but are like clothes that I can't, I don't have the lifestyle for them anymore. I gave them to Stephanie, even though she swims in them. It's cute on her because yeah. she she can wear like a big blouse with tight jeans and it looks adorable. So well, I gave she her. She likes baggier clothes anyway. She, God, she really does, and I don't know why she hides her body. She's really cute, because but anyway, she's just so self conscious. <clears throat> well, she's also pretty conservative. She doesn't. She's never been a fan of slutting it up ever. And she also works for the county. And <laughs> <laughs> she works for the county, so that that she can't go sauntering that's, in in my. That's par for the course there. Yeah, yeah she can't wear a skin tight sheath dress. <laughs> And get away with it when her, you know, they pretty much all wear, you know, giant t-shirt dresses and leggings with, you know, boots. (laughs) A lot of white stag going on (laughs) in her (laughs) office. But I I remember the first week she finally finished training and went into the job and she's just like, you know, a lot of women walk around with blankets here. I was just going to say that. I was just like, does she have a blanket yet? Oh, hell no. She does not. No, she does not cow to that. Uh, well, no, when she I walks worked, in dressed appropriately every day. <laughs> I worked for a large uh, health insurance company when I first started working. And mm-hmm. I worked in um, customer service. I mean, I, I was doing human resources, but I worked for the customer service and claims department. Mm-hmm. And I swear, people, their desk, it looked like they lived there. You know, oh I mean, there was food. 
There was blankets. There was like picture. Like people had themes on their desks. Like this one lady, her desk was decorated in Bijan Frise, like the dogs. And oh, no. I was just like, what is this? You know, like it almost yeah. like had wallpaper. And oh my God. Okay. So one, uh, the first job I had in radio. I was the executive assistant mm-hmm. and I had been there for a while and everything was going great. It was, it was, it's an amazing gig and I was obsessed with the far side. And okay. so now I am not, I am, I live my life. Mom always said this about me. She goes, you live like a Trojan. Everything you own could be put in the, in a shield and you would carry it around. You don't decorate. You don't do anything. I'm like, I don't, I'm minimal. I don't like. A well, I wonder where we get that from. <laughs> I know. So Miss, not even on the front of the refrigerator, but on the side by the toaster. School she photos. wants a she wants a wallet size photo of her grandchildren. And I, I don't know. even know that it stays up all year. She wants it clean, man. And so uh, I became obsessed with the far side and I had a far side calendar that I had purchased. And so after every month I would hang on the inner wall that no one could see but me, the far side picture after the fact plus the plus the calendar mm-hmm. so my boss comes in and he's like i don't know what's going on here <laughs> he's like but this has to stop and i'm like oh really he goes it's tacky and i was like wow i'm like yes sir because it didn't feel tacky to me but think about what could have happened had i been one of these women who literally plastered their whole area with one obsession it would look like shit well, it's only certain environments like smaller companies. You can't do things like that. Oh, but God, the no. larger companies where they just indulge, you know, like 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 counties, state, right? You know, or these large customer service jobs or claims mm-hmm. jobs or whatever, where they yeah. do have blankets. They're constantly eating <laughs> chips or popcorn. Oh my God. I don't know why they have to eat all the time, but... You know, when I worked for a large insurance company, there were 150 CSRs, Mm -hmm. customer service reps. Mm -hmm. I was one of the many. It didn't work out for me. I am a renegade. I am not a worker bee. No. And I got fired (laughs) because I had an attitude, but... My desk was super duper clean. I didn't have pictures of my children. I don't want anyone to know my life. Like, I didn't go in there to broadcast my life. But rest assured, there was a handful of women who had every wedding photo, tons of newborn baby photos, you know, uh, dead flowers from when their husband one time sent them Valentine's Day flowers to work. You Mm -hmm. know, it was like, wow, I can't with that. So I thought I just thought it was hilarious. Anyway, yeah, the only thing I had on my desk is um, I went to like this little party store and mm-hmm. I got like these little 10 cent toys, like these little finger puppets and oh, yeah. like those little uh, like metal chain, uh, like Chinese toys that you're trying to like unlink the chains and things like that. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and I think I got like a Hot Wheel. And the only reason oh, why yeah. I, and then I had a, a little glass jar that had like uh, candies in it. And the only reason why I had those is because, one, I wanted people to feel comfortable sitting down and, like, talking Mm -hmm. to me. And, um, two, sometimes when they were asking questions, I'd have to research something. And so when I was doing that, lo and behold, they'd pick up the finger puppets. They'd be like, you know, like, (laughs) or or have candy or, you know, they'd be sitting there with a Chinese toy trying to, like, unlink it. And, you know, so... It always works. It always it does works. Work. It, you'd, it, you'd have you'd have grown ass adults sitting there with finger puppets on their fingers. You I know? think that's a great that's a great icebreaker to kind of relieve stress and something that could be a potentially stressful situation. Yeah. I 
when I first started working again at this this radio station, I started. Um, I found this hideous glass uh, thing. It was like a goblet, and it was a huge goblet. It was probably from leftover from some crazy party from long ago. Mm-hmm. But it looked like an extra large margarita glass. Mm-hmm. But it was like depressed glass. It was like had like a bunch of like you know bumps on it and stuff right you would never drink out of that thing but anyway i filled it up with candy Mm -hmm. and i did that because people were always nervous to approach me they didn't want they always apologized because they were afraid i was inundating them with work even though that's what my job was they still were like i'm so sorry about this but well you have resting bitch face so i do i totally do (laughs) they're probably just like oh we've got to approach evil (laughs) you know what i got (laughs) I have seen photos of me when I was 18 years old, totally have it, had it then, mm-hmm. and I still have it. But anyway, I would bring, I would put candy in. Oh my God. They were so excited to come. Hello. <laughs> Grab a big handful of them. I know. Anyway. Is yeah, that funny it how totally food works. trumps fear? <laughs> oh my God. Hey, it's primal, man. <laughs> so it was nice. It was yeah. very nice. Anyway, my point is I woke up this morning and I'm like, I have not a clue to wear. And then I thought... Does everybody call it individual items clothes? No, it's just us because I've said it before to, I think, I remember the first time I said clothes to Victor and he's like, what did you just say? <laughs> What's a clothes? And I'm like, clothes. Like, I'm like, I don't have a single clothes. And he's like, you mean, he's like, you don't have any clothes? I'm like, no, I don't need clothes. I need a clothes. I need a clothes. There's no, there he's is like, no, there's no singular for clothes. And I'm like, well, in my family, there is. <laughs> We will invent what we need, okay? We and create will our own suit. words. And That's right. you know what? Never <laughs> once have we ever said a word that people didn't like. <laughs> Just say. That's correct. I mean, <laughs> honestly, if if I said to, because Daryl doesn't really know that singular term, but if I had said, I don't even have a clo to wear, he'd be like, okay, I know what you're saying. Because it's either that or I say, I have not one rag to put on my body. Right. You know, it's the same thing. So anyway, I was I was kind of laughing about this morning going, I don't think anyone says Chloe but us. And although we all know what it means. If I called Stephanie and it said, hey, I, I have this Chloe that you need to take. And she'd be like, well, what is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, would know exactly. It, she wouldn't skip a beat. It's she true. Wouldn't, she'd be like, is it blue? <laughs> you know, it wouldn't matter. That's true. Sometimes I yeah. wonder if we, we would be talking and it's almost like it, it is a foreign language because they'd be like, what, what did yeah. they just say? What? You know? you know, I don't remember who it was. I don't know if it was our stepdad or our mom or someone. And they said, you guys realize you have your own language like twins right yeah when twins were uh, most twins and i had a i had a friend that was one of two twins in high school and they definitely had their own language and it's not like you know spock language or whatever it's not some kind of weird space language but they totally speak differently to each other than anyone else that is true even our stepdad because he's a twin he yes. said that him and his brother, they do have their own language. He absolutely refused to disclose <laughs> what it was or what it yes. sounded like. But right. mom said, because our two aunts were twins yes. as well. That's and right. my mom said she, they never really did it in front of her, but she would hear mm. it sometimes. And she said it actually sounded like mermaids or like... <gasps> Or like whales, like uh, like really? high pitched. Yes, that is so interesting. I wonder if that's from in utero. I, I wonder if it's know. from in utero where they could hear each other because you know you you know babies that are close to term they have vocal cords. I, I know. Mean, 
And so oh, I'm just like, it's adorable. That <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's, that's so really bizarre. cute. But God. yeah, well, we don't, we don't, I mean, speak. we don't obviously go like, or anything okay, like first that. Of all, if, if one of us did that, they would be put down because we'd be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> It'd be like, oh, she's, she's just drunk. <laughs> oh my God. So mom came over yesterday to see the puppy. Oh, okay. And I totally hurt her feelings. <laughs> Why? Like, it changed the whole mood of the visit. I, we, we worked it. <laughs> Don't laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So her face dropped immediately and the energy in the room changed. So I um, had my hair done over this earlier this week mm-hmm. and I had a haircut because my layers were totally grown out and a, and a touch up. And every I'd say once a year, my hair has to be cut a bit shorter than I'm comfortable with because the ends are just dead as hell. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just one of those things. He's really good about not actually saying anything. Sometimes, depending on my mood, he'll say, hey, look, I got to cut like a little more than you're comfortable with today. But we were just talk, talk, talking. And so he just did it. Mm-hmm. And so when I got home, Daryl goes, whoa, you got your hair cut. And I said, what? And I didn't even think about it because I trust my hairdresser a ton. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really worry about it. I know he's going like, to make me look ugly. So I said, oh, really? And I looked, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, it is mm-hmm. shorter than, than I'm comfortable with. But I recall that we do this about once a year mm-hmm. to k- kill all the highlights. So my hair was in a messy bun yesterday when mom came over and we were talking about Malia's hair, which is really beautiful. And I said, she said something, mentioned something about my hair. And I said, oh, please. I go, I know my hair is too long. It's not appropriate for a woman of my age, you know, the whole thing. And she's like, she got pissed. She's like, I don't know why you girls always say that. And I said, are you kidding me right now? Why do we say that? I said, mom, I go, you have been saying that since the day we turned 18, that women who are older should not have long hair, that it's inappropriate and it's meant for children. And she's like, I never said that. I go, oh, so the four of us are just making it up and lying. (laughs) She was like, I love your hair. Okay. (laughs) She was really Should we show her pictures of when we were children? I mean, why did I look like Carol Channing when I was in second grade? (laughs) Well, I said... And she goes, I think she goes, I just don't like it when women walk around with hair like Cher. And I said, okay, first of all, it's okay to change your opinion and just say, you know, at one time I didn't like it, but now I see that if it's done well, you know, whatever. And I said, you have a thing with hair anyway, because every time you go somewhere, it, they could, it could be a $200 haircut and you would say, I hate it. I'm never going back. Yeah. Because she's got to think about it. Yeah. Right. I said, so it's really hard when all of us endured horrific haircuts our mm-hmm. whole life and i said i said it all began when i was 11 and you let your best friend cut my hair and i had hair down the middle of my back i was 11 mm-hmm. and you cut it to my shoulders and i started crying and you said to get over it that it was time because my my hair was unruly and she's like she looked at me and almost started crying she goes jamie i don't remember that i'm so sorry oh she goes famous last words and i go who cut she goes who cut it and i said hope hope cut it and she's like well i remember hope and i'm like okay so i'd be like i'm not playing this game with you miss you know alzheimer's (laughs) so you know it must be nice to remember nothing that was ever horrific in your life or or bad at all you know that's what i'm gonna do when ryan and olivia are older remember that time no i don't remember a damn thing (laughs) so then she said i do remember your dad cutting your bangs really really short and you had to wear a cowboy hat to school oh wow that's awfully descriptive and i said yeah i remember it too i was in sixth grade and it was 
bullshit. <laughs> and she said, well, it was on accident. I go, mom, dig deep. It wasn't on accident. That was on purpose. I go, he did it to all of us. All of us. In fact, it was came to a point where we wouldn't allow him to touch our hair. He did it on purpose. She goes, he would never do that on purpose. I'm like, dig deep, mom. Dig deep. <laughs> She's yeah. like, well, I, I don't remember it being on purpose. I'm like, he didn't actively go, here, come here. <laughs> you know, but I said, there's a reason why we are traumatized about our hair. It's, there is a reason. So anyway, she was very upset. So she turns to Malia and she goes, Malia, when your mother speaks of her childhood, does she ever say anything positive or is it always like this? And Malia starts laughing. Well, I would ask mom, actually, I'll ask you the question. Why don't you tell me something positive about my childhood? I just said, is there anything in your childhood, mom, that happened to you where you go, I will never do this to my children? And of course, she can't remember anything. So she's like, I I'm sure there is, but I just can't think of it right now. And Malia said something really interesting about Olivia. And she said, well, what's really interesting is, on that note is Olivia is never wants us to curl her hair because apparently she she goes watch my ear watch my ear because apparently her mom time like when she was two <laughs> paula this is what i'm talking about so for the rest of olivia's life she will always think about the time you burned her ear on accident of course Which with the, the curling iron the same reason why ryan will never let me cut his hair with scissors because i accidentally clipped his <laughs> ear one time right exactly and so i said so that's what i'm talking about i'm not saying you were like maliciously trying to you know make us look hideous that's not the point the point is is that a child experiences the trauma. The parent doesn't realize it's traumatic because it doesn't, it isn't really. But for the kid, it is traumatic. I said, and the truth is somewhere in between. That's the whole point. But at least I remember it, you know? I mean, I, I took note of her feelings and... Right. I know, I know. It's not like you're blowing it off. It's not like I'm my... like, oh, stop it, you're being a baby, you know? <laughs> yeah. And just, you know, completely dismissed their feelings and, you know... Right, so I had to like... I did not backtrack, but I said, mother, I'm like, this is childhood. This is what it is. But everything to her must have been, you know, felt horrific. I don't mean to like punish her verbally when we're talking about stuff, but these are real memories for me and I can see them with humor. She does not see it with humor. She sees it as a bad thing. Like she was a bad mom. And I'm like, okay, that's not what I'm saying. I'm sorry. I, I thought we were just recounting hilarious things that happened. And that was that. So anyway, she got over it. But it was like, it was like she was legit wounded about it. And I think it is because she truly cannot remember anything like that. Like she because her memory of it is so different. And I'm like, well, that's okay. All right, moving on. We have this new puppy. She is a puppy. And what I realized was, when we the last puppy we got was not this young we got bodega when he was almost three months old she he was not this little oh and so this little baby girl is like a wild child she's perked up she she still is not super comfortable running she'll come to us but if we come to her she'll run away oh and so we're getting used we're, she's getting used to it we're bribing her like hell with treats and toys and all the stuff but she's super duper smart potty training has become an issue uh -oh. it wasn't at first and now it is so first of all she shits way too much and it's because of the food she was raised on it's it's cheap you know these new dog foods that are really good for them they don't need to poop much because they're absorbing all the nutrients mm -hmm. well with dogs or puppies you know they eat and then about between 20 and 30 minutes later they'll pee and poop well for her 
We'll take her out. She'll do her business. She'll come in. She'll eat. And less than 10 minutes later, she's peeing and pooping again, like that fast. Mm-hmm. And so we can't catch her. And, and we don't want her out all the time. And not yet. So um, it's been a trial. I was up at 4.30 this morning because she was ready to play. And so um, I'm downstairs with her and she's running around shooting on all of her things, running in and out of the house, you know, whatever. And it's just been, you know, it's like having a baby. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. And I wish we had puppy diapers so that we could just put them on them and they could do their business. And then we'd just take them out and change it out there so they know this is where we do this. But apparently that's not how you do it. God, isn't She's that a- gross though? Wouldn't it get stuck in their fur and stuff? Exactly. I, I mean, I wish there was a way because it, w- it would be really nice. Well, I mean, I thought with the crate, you just literally have to leave them in there because they won't go. She absolutely is crate trained. And so when we take her outside, she does her business, but it's when we let her in to eat breakfast that she will immediately go and do it again. And so that's the problem. Wouldn't you have just kind of have to ignored her this morning? What do you mean? Like when she woke up at 4.30. No, I got up with her and took her outside. Oh, and then you just didn't put her back or? No, because when we put her back, she's wide awake and wants breakfast. We tried that and she's just like, I'm really hungry and thirsty. I haven't had anything to eat or drink in six hours. So, uh, but she's basically sleeping through the night. She wakes, she goes to bed around 1030 and doesn't wake up till almost five. And then she's ready to go. And then she takes a nap around 6 a.m. Oh, okay. It fucking sucks. But it's better than waking up every hour like she was. So it's getting better. It's just, it's a process. Yeah. You know, it's been a long time since I've had a puppy. I don't remember. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of work, actually. Oh, you know what? The other thing, too, though, is mm -hmm. when we got Bo, he was already crate trained. She is crate trained. Yes, she is crate trained. But it's it's after that. She's just not she's just going to the bathroom too much. And it's because of her food. You haven't switched her food then? No. Well, it's only been three days. We haven't had her long enough. We haven't even gone through the bag that they gave us. You know, it's like brand new. So I'm dealing with all of that. Mom's coming over to see the dog. And I wake up in the morning and my house feels chaotic because there's puppy stuff everywhere. You know, my other dogs are, you know, stressed. There's just, you know, no clean clothes. I mean, it's just been a a crazy week. Mm -hmm. And so I go, that's it. So I'm awake. So by 7.30, I have cleaned every single room, downstairs, all the floors, you know, everything. I'm doing the mom thing. There's windows open. There's, you know, Mm -hmm. Daryl comes out of his office and he goes, it's clean in here. I can smell everything. I'm like, yes, don't touch anything. You know, it's like everything's (laughs) clean. I just needed to feel some kind of order. Mm -hmm. And then I go to feed my fish, Marshawn, and he's laying down on the bottom of the tank. And I was like, what? No. I'm like, come on, Marshawn. And I can see that he's struggling. He's breathing, but it's a struggle. And, you know, you can push, the, you know, I can like move him around and he'll get up and swim for a minute. And then he floats right back down to the bottom and lays on the tank floor. Mm-hmm. So I did some research and, you know, he was th- he's three years old. I didn't realize. Mm-hmm. And betas don't live very long. No, so, they don't. Which I don't understand why you guys keep getting them. Because they're beautiful and they have personality. And I just, you know, that's why. Every time you've had a beta, they are always either like hiding behind a leaf or like in the <laughs> corner somewhere. And I'm just like, why? I, every time you guys have a beta, it already looks like it's dying. I just. Well, this is why. Because I, I pick the ones that are kind of bigger because they're trapped in those little things. And I feel sorry for them. And I'm like, come be free in your big tank, you know, because I don't like. I mean, I can get the baby betas, but I just feel for those little ones, the ones that are in those little bowls. But they don't like big spaces. I think that's why they hide in those little tiny areas. 
betas need three to five gallons, that it is a myth that they can live in those tiny little bowls. They need filters. They need plants. They need a, a snail. It's a very intricate thing to have a beta. So I've perfected it. And we've had, I think, four betas total. And the, the third one we had was not mine. It was Mackenzie's. And she neglected it so severely it developed a tumor. And I tried to keep it alive. It, it stayed alive for about six months. Ultimately, we had to put her down because that poor thing was struggling. Well, yeah. What, would it just keep like rolling in circles? Yeah, it was, it was heavy. weird. It was, yes, it was horrifying. I even bought medicine for it. Like I tried everything. What's wrong with it, you? <laughs> I like animals. I no, I like it. animals too, but Jesus, just flush it. No, uh, that's cruel. So, Oh, but <laughs> what you did was not cruel. So he was suffering. So the humane thing to do with fish, if they're suffering, is to put them in the freezer in their own tank water. So I got a black, I have a black plastic cup that I was using. So I'm like, well, this, I'm not going to use it anymore. So we put him in that with a bunch of his water so he could breathe. And we put it in the freezer. And Daryl was really humane. He covered it with foil so I didn't have to watch the process because, you know, I would have watched. I would have looked at it, checked on it. So he puts it in the freezer so basically they suffer from hypothermia and they just go to sleep and then the water, they freeze solid and that's the end of it. And then they're dead. They never know. It's just like humans. If you die from hypothermia, you go to sleep. You don't even realize you're freezing to death. You just die. Aren't you cold though? Yes, but but that's part of it. Your body starts to shut down. You don't even realize after a while that you're cold. I mean, it, it, and that's a, a healthy human. A sick human would probably die fairly quickly. So anyway, so he's in my freezer. Still? Yeah, because I haven't decided where to bury him yet. <laughs> so I just got to figure it out. God. Jeez. The last time we buried something, Bodega dug it up. And it wasn't our thing. We, we found like a dead bird or something. So we buried it. And so I just can't, I can't figure out where to bury him so that he won't get dug up. Because that would be horrible. Why are you against flushing him? Because it's cruel. They, he's they know what dead, Jamie. They know what they're going on. They know what's going on. He's well, he's dead. frozen. He's an ice cube. It's a Marshawn ice cube now. I can't flush it down the toilet. What do I do? Throw it in the garbage like an animal? Like, I can't do that. He is an him. animal. I remember one time, and I can't remember where it was, a cat got hit by a car. And it wasn't us. It wasn't like dad or anything. But, but somewhere on the streets, a cat got hit by a car, and they threw it in the garbage. And back in the day, there it was the metal garbage cans. And the garbage lid was somewhat ajar. And I saw a dead, beautiful dead cat. It was black with long hair just laying in the garbage. And I went, I will never do that. That's so mean. Why can't you just bury the thing? I mean, unless you live in an apartment or something, you know. But anyway, so I don't know. I just have this weird thing. Like, they need a little dignity i don't know i don't know i just have this weird thing about there's animals. nothing wrong with giving fish a proper sea burial i'm aware what you're saying mom's like what did you do i'm like oh he's, fr he's frozen in the freezer yes. i'm like yes she goes why wouldn't you just flush it down the toilet and i said because that's cruel mom if you just put them to sleep quietly then you can do whatever you want i mean i guess i could just throw it away at this point well no that's i mean you've gone to this much trouble i mean <laughs> everybody just flushes I don't know. Why don't you do dust to dust and just put him in the pond? You know, that's a good idea. I might do that. I mean, he might look like a little buoy for a while, oh but. Oh, my God. And the fish would be like, no, no, no. It'd be like piranha. 
Or you might accidentally kill your other fish because you'll throw off the temperature and, you know. <laughs> well, I just don't know. You know, he died of old age for sure. Um, so he doesn't have any weird disease, but I wouldn't want them to eat it and then get sick and, and stuff. That would be horrible. So I, I, I'm sure I'll figure something out, you know, that will satisfy my needs. But um, I started to cry <laughs> when I saw it, when he was dying. I was I started crying. And Daryl, of course, he's like, oh, honey. And I'm like, I hate myself for crying over a fish. It's the stupidest thing in the world. But every time we lose a fish, I cry. I don't know why I. I don't get it. I mean, obviously, I've wept when we had to put down, like, our favorite cat or, you know, our first dog or whatever. But this is so silly. And then I thought about him all day. I hated it. I don't know what that is. I don't know. Do you think it goes back to, like, Jeffrey, the goldfish? I cried my head off when Jeffrey died. We all cried. We loved that fish. Our very first goldfish who got huge. Mm -hmm. I wonder if he was a koi fish or something. Do you wonder Mm -hmm. about that? What they say about goldfish is goldfish will grow to the size of their environment. And Jeffrey had a a really big tank. He had a huge tank because, well, we thought he was just kept growing yeah. And so we kept getting him a bigger tank. Um, I know. <laughs> not realizing that every time we got him a bigger tank, he just grew. And so. Well, right. We didn't have the internet to tell us. Mm-mm. By the way, goldfish don't, will stop growing if you stop giving him space. Right. But I mean, we also didn't realize that, well, back then they, there wasn't a lot of education about like, you know, filters and, and, no. you know, or air stuff and all that stuff. He was just in, right. a, in a bowl, basically. Well. I mean, I will remember I won that fish at a carnival in a grocery store parking lot. (laughs) And our mother was livid. Of course she was. That I took the fish. And she's like, what are we supposed to do now? And so we, you know, went and I think we literally spent like $7 on all the supplies, which was a lot back then. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, having to spend any money was probably a lot back then. <laughs> right. So got it all set up and mom grew to love Jeffrey. We and all I did. Named Jeffrey. Yeah. He was so excited in the morning when we all came out in the kitchen. He would come and see us. He would greet you every morning. And mom's like, yeah, he greets me in the morning when I make coffee. I'm like, well, because he's a good fish. And so when Jeffrey finally died, I think he was two or three years old, which is pretty average for a goldfish in a, mm-hmm. in a tank. We all cried mm-hmm. all of us cried and so i i think you're right i think that is one of those childhood memories where now it profoundly affects every time i get a fish it's almost like involuntary when it, when it happens you know i told you about the time that i killed my ex-boyfriend's beta do you remember that <laughs> you know, i was just telling victor <laughs> about that the other night what i don't why? know why that came up but something fell in the garbage disposal that oh wasn't supposed to go in there and yes. he's like, wow, he's all that would have been really bad. I'm like, no, you want to know what was really bad? <laughs> and so I said, one time my sister was at her boyfriend's house and they were cleaning out his fish tank. And I said, for some reason, I'm like, I don't know what happened. I said, but my sister was responsible for the fish while he was cleaning out the tank. And I said, the fish somehow flopped out of where yes. it was. And went down it, the drain. it went down the drain and he was going to go look for it. She's like, hold on, let me turn on the light. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't the light it was the garbage, the garbage disposal. disposal and he's like oh my god it and was. i said it was literally like his favorite fish like he had had yeah. it for a really long time he had i can almost remember i think the i think the fish's name was buff <laughs> <laughs> it was a blue beta and he was beautiful and i was first of all stunned that i did it <laughs> 
stunned. And he just stopped because he had it, almost had his hand down there. He was gonna well, push he him could out. have hurt himself. But well, I could have killed him. I could, I mean, not killed him. I could have severed all his fingers. But as soon as I told Victor, I'm like, as soon as I said, um, I'm like, she said, hold on, let me turn on the light. And then his face went, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so what was what worse turned on <laughs> well here's what happened i did it and it was for like a nanosecond and he goes no and he goes oh my god i go wait a minute wait a minute he goes jamie it's over and i said okay and i turned it back on oh just to finish him <laughs> well because i didn't want him suffering in there because you never know right and he goes why did you do that and then i turned on the faucet he goes why did you do that i'm like well, he could still be alive, and I didn't want him to suffer. He's not going to survive that, you know. It's, it's like, over. Wee, 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 wee. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, it's over. And he's like, I don't, I can't even like see it. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> it's gone. And I mean, I, you know, for years, I wondered if I did it subconsciously because we were kind of on the outs at that point. You would, but never I don't do think such a thing. I don't think I would ever harm an animal on purpose. There's no way. No, I, well, that's no. Awful. I mean, I, I did cry and I did, I did get him a replacement beta, which he, he rejected. He didn't want it. Well, of course, you know, it was at that moment. He probably said, you know what? This isn't working out. <laughs> I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. You know, what's so funny is I don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> Last night, I'm not sure if this is normal or if she's going through something, but Olivia was in bed. She had just gone to bed. Then she came out to the living room and she's like, Mom, I just heard a noise. I'm like, what was it? She's like, it sounded like it was outside. I'm like, well, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Do you want me to go outside or and look or, you know, do you want me to? She's like, do you want me to come sit with you? She's like, can you just come sit with me? I'm like, all right. Aww. So I went and sat with her for a little bit and... um we were just talking about her day, and then somehow we got on the subject of Toby, our cat. The the one that passed away? Yes. And so mm-hmm. before I know it, we're both in tears sitting on the bed talking about, you know, how oh. the cat died and that whole week. And, yeah, you know, yeah. and then she was telling me, she's just like, Toby was my best friend. She's like, I always used to talk to him every night when he was in my room. Oh, my God. She was emotionally cutting. Well, she I didn't know this, though. She told me that, like, she would... She would talk to him and she would tell him everything. She said that, and I don't know if she made this up or, but she said she had a dream after Toby died that she saw Toby, but he was like a human, but he still had ears and a tail and, and like arms. Oh my God. And she said that she also saw Calvin, but he also was a human with ears and a tail, um, but they were their same colors. Mm -hmm. And she said, Calvin was standing in front of like the rainbow and he had his bags and then Toby was standing there with his bags and she said it's like Calvin had been waiting for him and then they were going to go together. Jamie, I was (gasps) sobbing practically. Oh my God. That is so sweet. She said it was like, she says, I think Calvin was waiting for him and then they were going to go together. But I'm listening, and I'm like, how did a, a noise in the bedroom go to this? I'm like, God. Oh, she's such an ug. Oh God. God. So we were both sitting, and so she she was talking, like, all shaky voice, and she had, like, a little tear streak down her face, and I was just like, I'm like why are you doing this, Olivia? And I'm like, all right, well, it's 11 o'clock. You need to go to bed. So I'm like, good night. Of course, so I went in the living room. I'm like, ah. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to give her a glass of wine. I just, I'm like, do, do I didn't you need know a what to do? Seriously, <laughs> I'm like, cut. I'm like, we need a drink. Get dressed. What are you, gin and tonic girl? What are we doing, old fashions? <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny. Okay, really quick. 
I read this article and it's legit. It's just not, I don't know why this article or this, this research came out, but they did a study on just about 1100 Americans and UK people. So it's not a huge group, but it's an average. And that's kind of why I wanted to talk about it. Oh God. I know what this is. One in 30 out of a over a, a little over a thousand people surveyed poop in the shower. But but what's more concerning is that this is based on people who do it at work because a lot of big big companies have gyms and showers and you can do pretty you can practically live there now we've talked about that before yeah they poop at sh- in the shower at work and I don't understand it like why would you do that I listened to a comedian once who a long time ago he I realized that warm water can definitely make people feel the need to go because kids do it. Kids poop in the tub constantly when they're little because the warm water kind of makes the bowels soften and you kind of feel like you got to go. And it's the most disgusting thing you have to deal with, by the way, as, as, as a parent when you're bathing your cute little child is poo in the tub. It's the worst. Well, the, the thing with kids in the warm water in the bathtub is and this is how Dr. Grant explained it to us or to me, probably mm-hmm. to, to you, too, is, is that it's the warm water. Plus, they're always kicking their legs. And so, you know, when they get in water, and that's why a lot of times, if you ever go swimming, when I was little, it was inevitable. Every time I went swimming, I always felt like I had to poop. And he said, it's because your legs are moving constantly and you're jostling your bowels. Right. And so you're like loosening whatever's in there and you feel like you have to to go. Right. 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 So what was, what was mortifying to, well, First of all, let me just say, nothing shocks me anymore. Like, n- human behavior, there's nothing more debased, and none of it surprises me. Okay. Humans are just, dis- we're disgusting people when in I, general. When I heard this, Jamie, I paused because I'm just like, <laughs> never in my life did I ever think to connect those two things. A shower drain is not equipped no. to handle poo. How do, what do they do? Smash it in there? Well, I'm not sure, but what made me continue reading this article was there is a comedian. He's a storyteller comedian. He's really, really good. He was talking about how when he would take hot showers, and he's a pretty, he was at the time a very large person. Okay. So when he would take a shower, he would feel the need to go to the bathroom. He'd feel the need to shit. So he would literally shit in the shower, pick it up, and throw it in the toilet. (laughs) He did that many times. And his wife walked in on him doing it. <laughs> and it was the did last she time divorce he did it. Him? <laughs> no, but it was the last time he did it. And I turned to Daryl and I said, if you ever. <laughs> Why? I feel bad for Daryl. Why does he always get punished for other people's actions? I don't know. Every, because he's there. Every husband does. Every he's husband available. gets punished when some, oh, yeah. some guy on TV is an asshole or does something disgusting. <laughs> you know the wife just stares at them and he's just like, fuck. What? <laughs> Come Every on. Time. We, in fact, we were doing, we were watching something on TV just a couple nights ago and I turned to him and he's like, Jamie, never would I do that. I'm like, I'm just saying if you did. If I was a husband and the, my wife looked at me, I'd be like, don't even start. <laughs> just don't. Don't even look at me. You know me better than that. You know I would never shit in a shower, okay? <laughs> well, what was funny is, you know, I don't know if you're the same way, but I visualize everything. So I'm visualizing this large man take a dump in the shower. I'm just thinking of like this giant big fat. I can't. Pick it up and then toss it like a football into the oh, toilet. Oh, see, I was thinking like an underhand lob. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I meant. Under well, him, how like far a is the? T- I'm thinking, you know, it's a good ten feet away or something. Well, and what in our misses? bathroom, like in our bathroom, we have a water closet, so he would have to literally get out and go in and toss unless it. he placed it on the floor and like waited until he got <laughs> out and then Paula, Jamie, I can't. There's no way. Stop. No. So anyway, I was like, so I was interested. I'm like, first of all. People have no respect or regard for anything outside of their homes. We've seen it on airplanes, public restrooms, schools. No one gives a fuck. If, it, if they're not the one responsible for it, they'll abuse the shit out of it. They don't care. So that's not surprising to me that they do this at work. It, it's just not surprising. What's surprising is that their workmates may, I don't know, smell it or witness it, and they just don't even care. That's what's shocking to me. Now, of course... You can admit it or not, most people pee in the shower. Most people do. Well, sometimes, heck, I peed in a tanning booth on accident. But oh, my God. That's right. You are Mystic P. Mystic I remember. P. I do remember that. <laughs> I mean, I have, but not, like, it wasn't on purpose. It was an yeah. accident. Like, I th- I didn't think I had to go that bad. And so I well, was just like. Well, it was like, cold and it surprised you. No, no, no. The shower. <laughs> I'm talking about the that's shower. Like, it's, oh, it oh. startled me. Oh, God. So, no, in the shower, like, I'll hop in, and I'm like, I didn't think I had to go, especially since I've had the kids. Of course. And then I'm like, ah, shit. No, not ah, shit. I'm like, ah, pee. And so, <laughs> so you know, I'll end up peeing in the shower. I'm like, well, you know, what are you going to do? So, I mean, I do, right. I have a removable shower head, so, I mean, I make sure I, like, hose everything down, because I don't want to sure. have, like, well, of course, urine of course. on shampoo bottles or anything like so, that. So, anyway, they did interview a, a person who is, like, it, it, he owns a utility services company where this is absolutely something they have to deal with. Oh, my God. He's, like, first, he basically explains why you shouldn't do this, which is very common knowledge. To me, it would seem normal. Showers. I, would, I can think of a lot of reasons why you shouldn't do this. Absolutely. I don't need to have a sewer technician explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, showers don't have the volume of water to push poo down the drain. Ugh. And the drainage pipes are not anything compared to the sewer pipes where feces goes so the shower drain is very small compared so are they even connected well they're connected ultimately but like if you're in a house and you you poop on the toilet the if you ever have replaced a toilet the toilet pipe is like six or eight inches wide yeah so there's no way regardless of what a man thinks you're never gonna poop an eight inch in diameter poo it's not gonna happen you know you're gonna it's gonna get down i mean you might have to break it up a little bit but for the most part that thing's going down okay i get it i get it showers aren't like that and on top of it a shower pipe has many bends in it. It's not a straight shot down to the to the main supply or to the main sewer system. So the likelihood of it blocking in a corner is very high. And when that happens, they literally have to fill up the shower, get a plunger, and plunge it to try to get it to push through. It is a non it is a nightmare. And then you have to chemically treat the entire thing, obviously. It is a mess. And he's like, and yes, we do this all the time. And I'm like, who the fuck is shitting in their showers? Like, why would you? What possess? What possesses anyone though to do anything outside of their home? Like, and and when I hear things like this, I think I don't even want to know what your house looks like. I don't even want to know what kind of disgusting things you're doing behind closed doors because I know it's revolting. Revolting. My whole thing is, is like, why are you even showering then? If you're just gonna right? stand in your own fecal matter, it just. I'm telling you, man. I. <laughs> 
It's disgusting. I just, I just never, the thought never even occurred to me that that could potentially <laughs> be even an option. Like, I just. What was hilarious, Paula, is that I posted this article yes. on my Facebook. All the women were like vomitous. Every single man said, hey, shit happens. Like, sometimes that happens. And I'm like, okay, I hate all three of you. I hate all of the people that are liking this comment. You know, it's like, hey, when you're sick. And I'm like, yeah, no, I saw no, no, the no, guy. No, no. He's like, sometimes you get the flu. And I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't. You get the flu. But I mean, it doesn't mean suddenly you turn into like, you know, an <laughs> infant that, you know, has like projectile diarrhea and you have no control of your body. Can you maybe like crawl out of the shower and get your ass to the toilet? And by the way, <laughs> if you have the flu, you're not taking a shower. Probably not. Probably not to the point where if you have no control of your bowels, you're probably not in the shower. You're dead on the couch. You don't take a shower <laughs> for like five days. I was just I found it funny how the men were like, well, sometimes I'm like, OK, so I can see. So this the, is something boys do. OK, the average, because on average, that means I said on average, based on this, the survey, 30 of you in my friend list shit in the shower. Oh, God. And all the women were like, oh, hell no. And several men were like, um, it could happen, though. You don't know. You don't know my life. And I'm just like, wow. OK, so definitely men. Uh -huh. There's no way a woman would do this. No way. I can't fathom it. Now I know why Victor is so emphatic about taking his like slides when he goes to military things because they everyone have should be. He because they have, you know, like the community showers and he mm -hmm. says he absolutely will not take a shower if he does not have shower shoes. If he's gone for a weekend and he accidentally forgets his shower shoes, he just won't shower. When I mean, think about it. When your kids go to science camp. Yeah. In sixth grade. The very first thing I buy is flip flops. Well, that's what when him and Ryan went to that that uh, little Redwoods camp for yeah. the week. Yes. He bought Ryan shower shoes because he's just like, son, he's like, you're not showering without these on. And you so, have to. You'll get all kinds of things. Well, that's what. And I, I, I didn't see the big deal. Because oh, I, no, you have. to. Well, have I them. just I never thought about it. I'm like, it's a shower. Yeah. I'm like, you know, they're mm -mm. clean. They're, no. you know, but Victor was just like, but I mean, he would know because <laughs> he's been around, you know, men for 18 mm -hmm. years and community showers. So yep. I'm sure he's seen all sorts of gross stuff that you can get. I mean, first of all, I never showered in like a gym. You know, I never went. I mean, one time I did and I don't even know why the hell I. Oh, because I'd gone swimming. Mm -hmm. And so I went in. And I rinsed off really quick before I got my clothes on. But in and I had flip flops on. I did not shower without them. But I'm right. like now looking back. First of all, there's no like the likelihood of a woman crapping in there is very minimal. But still, <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. I mean, no. <laughs> I it just. I mean, God only knows what hits the floor, man. So I'm like, nah. It it if I can avoid it at all costs, I absolutely will. Absolutely will. So anyway, so uh, the more you know, everyone. So, you know, if you have more than 30 friends on your friend list, guess what? Wow. Don't do it again. And if you did, don't admit it. Take it to your grave. It's one of those things where you don't want to utter those words on your deathbed. I just want you to know I was one of the people that defecated in the shower. You know, Daryl's uh, going to admit it on his deathbed. You're going to be like, yeah! oh, my God, I'll be like, die. Slap him across the face, and that's the last thing he ever said to you. Uh, see what and just and just to like spite him on his gravestone, you're gonna put he shit in the shower. Here lies Daryl. He shits in the shower. 
Oh, he'd be so pissed. He'd be like, I will come back and haunt you. And Brad probably would just snicker every time he goes to the grave site. He'd be like, you know what? He does. And then, and then he'd probably, and then, and then as he's dying, he'll tell Prithi, he's like, guess what? So did I. (laughs) And they'll be buried next to each other. Daryl is so incredibly clean. Like, he's such a clean human. I can't fathom it ever occurring. Like, ever. He's so pristine. It's just not, it's not possible. But you never know. It's the clean ones that, right? It's the clean ones that you can't. You know, they all have weird quirks. They just, it doesn't, they're guys. It doesn't matter. I just, I just feel like everybody's dirty. You know, we are. We're human beings. We're just gross. We're all just gross, but we try our best. What are you going to do? All right. Well, we're running out of time. So we have to put bra shopping on. Oh, dang. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Well, okay. First of all, I don't have an ugly and awkward moment. Do you have one? Oh, yes, I do. (laughs) Okay. So let's go ahead and do your ugly and awkward moment of the week. And if we have a little time, we'll talk about talk about bra shopping. told you the kids wanted to do something with Victor because he's been working like a crap ton lately and they felt like they hadn't been seeing him enough. And so Sunday he didn't work and Monday was a holiday for them. So they said, okay, Sunday evening, let's do something. Well, somehow let's do something, I guess, meant like, let's all do something, including Mm -hmm. me. And I was just like, wait, 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 how did that happen? So... We were sitting there trying to find out what we wanted to do. And so we're just like, well, do we want to go to like Golfland Sunsplash? Because they've got go-karts and, you know, miniature golf in the arcade. That shit is so expensive. Like, oh, I know. Oh, my God. And so I'm like, well, that's out. And then um, they're like, do you want to go bowling? And we're like, eh, not really. And um, the kids are just like, hey, how about we go to the casino? And I'm just like, but we don't spend any time with you guys when we're there. And they're just like, well, we do the whole car ride and then we usually go to dinner and then we do, you know, blah, 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 you know, the arcade together. And so I think it's just a good memory thing for them. Sure. We're like, all right, we'll do that. So we went up there and they have the little daycare that we signed Olivia into while we're there. Ryan will do the arcade and we'll go up there stairs and gamble for a little bit and then come back down. And so <clears throat> the problem with the daycare is they have two signs at the top, like their TV, C- TV uh, screens. And one okay. says check in, one says check out. And then it's just a big counter. But okay. it, there's no really defined lines. If you don't even notice the signs, it just people start standing around. What the girls at the register do is they're usually just like, I'll help the next person. So they don't even follow the order of the the line Got it. you know what i'm Got saying it. yes it started to get pretty busy and there was like a like i would say there was a good you know 15 people you know okay standing there well we were gonna be the next people because we had been waiting and mm. this woman had walked in and she had like five kids but she walked in like shortly after we did and so when the lady said i'll help the next person she went to go walk in front of us and uh, Victor's like, uh, excuse me, ma'am. And he's, she's just like, yes. He's like, we were here actually first. And she's just like, well, you weren't, but I'll let you go. And, oh, and so. Um, what did you do? Well, I didn't do anything because I was just like, all right, fine. So Victor went to the counter. But, you know, people who do that thing where they're talking to like their person next to them. 
but they're yeah. talking at an audible level to where everyone they want you to hear that everyone can hear. Yeah, because they want you to know that they're irritated. Right. But they do that because they think no one's going to say anything. You know, they just right. think they're going to let it go. So mm-hmm. she's just like, yeah, she's like, I'll let him go. I mean, obviously, he's cutting in front of me, but, you know, <gasps> blah, blah. And so I turned around and I looked at her and I'm like, he's not cutting in front of you. I'm just like, we got here first. I watched you and your gaggle of children walk in here. <laughs> oh, no. She's like, my gaggle, my gaggle of children. I'm like, yes. I'm like, yeah, I watched you all come walking in here. I said, oh so, no, you weren't first. And oh she's just God. like, she's like, that is so rude. And I'm like, it yes. is. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you, you know, you're just being, you know, you didn't have to say my gaggle of children. I'm like, well, what would you like me to call, call them? <sighs> or what would you have liked me to say? And she's like, you right. could have said, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why the fuck do I need to apologize? <laughs> and she's just like, I didn't say you had to apologize. I'm like, you just said, I'm sorry. I'm like, I, I have nothing to be sorry for. And she's just like, you know what? She's like, forget it. You have a great day. I'm like, um, okay. And so, (laughs) so then I turned back around and the lady at the counter, she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, for what? And she's like, I'm sorry for people like that. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, I thought everyone else would have been ticked off because I made a big scene. (laughs) Because I mean, everybody was staring at us. Because I was, she was a good 15, 20 feet from me. And, you know, obviously I was like raising my voice and I was like being total attitude. But sometimes you got to get ugly. What are you going to do? Well, I think she was just a little taken back because I don't think she expected someone to like come at her. Did you did you move your did you do the snake head so they knew that you were serious like so? And I would have been like, what my I'm taking off my earrings. I'm taking off my earrings. Let's go. Hold these. Let's go. No, I just stood there with my arms (laughs) crossed and I was just staring at them, you know, and Uh, I didn't really move. I was just like, I just stood there and stared at them. I know, but I just felt like, (laughs) so when we were walking away, I thought for sure Ryan and Victor were going to be absolutely humiliated because they usually are by my actions. And I'm just like, I'm like, I'm sorry, guys. And they're like, don't be sorry. And I was just like, really? I'm like, God, you guys actually have my back this time. So... Well, it must have been a it must have been an incredibly flagrant offense if they were like, no, mom, we're glad you did it. You know? Yeah. Well, good for you. I I wish I had been there to add your back. Yeah, I'm like, stand back, people. You know, I was kind of in a lousy mood anyway, so I was kind of hoping she would have pushed me a little bit further. But she she went with the, you know, have a blessed day. And I'm like, sure. Oh, God. Bless your heart, asshole. Yeah, really. I'm like, oh, is this one of your bless your heart situations? Yeah, for real. Anyway, well, I'm so glad that you uh, stood stood for yourself and uh, shut that shit down. That's for sure. Ugly, yes. ugly unite, Yay! renegades. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah, we're out of time. Yeah, but we, we will are. Do bra- we will definitely do bra shopping next week. We will recap our Reno trip. Yes. And we will talk about bra shopping, which, by the way, equally frustrated. So we will talk about that. And uh, Paula, go ahead. Visit uh, UglyTruth.com, click on the Amazon button, and do some shopping. Also, go to LipAndClip.com, get some eye makeup products or skincare products. Um, Actually, I don't know about the other parts of the country, but it's getting pretty sunny here. So I had to get uh, some new moisturizer with some SPF in it because the sun is shining. Also, if you want to go to the Facebook page, Ugly Truth, my daughter is still selling her Girl Scout cookies 
And so you can purchase them through there and get the kind you like instead of whatever's left over outside the grocery store, usually the lemon things or the shortbread ones, usually the kinds nobody wants. So other than that, have a fabulous weekend, and we'll see you on Thursday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.